And folks, welcome to another program of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on ctkradio.org. So last time I spoke about anti-Semitism in the Middle East, and we pretty much had the whole program you know, devoted to that. So what changed is that I was more... I was exposed to more uh, types of anti-Semitism here in America. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, neo-Nazis or right-wingers and all that stuff. I'm talking about something that was in the news, and that's how that's how I was exposed to it. Um, a guy named Louis Farrakhan, Nation of Islam. I thought those things, you know, are not really having a lot of influence in America. So right now you're listening to, according to him, to a satanic Jew who controlled the media, the finance, and everything that you can blame over on the Jews, you should, because it's probably their fault. I mean, this guy has no shame, and I mean, I can understand him based on where he's coming from if you are taking the book that he believes in it's all about okay not all about but big part of it is about wars and hate and uh you know defeating the infidels etc 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 it's not the bible okay so when he speaks about the the Jews in the way that he's speaking about. Now, the satanic Jew, the, the Jews control the White House and the Wall Street and the whole agenda of the nation of Islam. You, a person should ask himself, you know, what's, what's his story? What's the deal? And the conclusion is, unfortunately, is the same as it was last week. When somebody wants to hate, they will find the reason. Okay? There is a very famous story about uh, in, in the Soviet Union where uh, Stalin, just just to, it's a joke, Stalin uh, went into the shower and when he went out, when he came out, he says, oh, my watch is missing. Somebody stole it. He called the head of the KGB and he says, look, somebody stole my watch. Find him. And obviously punish him. He said, no problem. So after an hour, he goes back to the bathroom and he's looked at, he finds his watch on a, on a different shelf where he thought it will be. And he goes, oh, find my watch. He's going, so he's calling back to the KGB guy and says, don't worry about it. I find my, find my watch. He said, ah, sorry, sir. Five people already admitted they stole it. Which means if you first shoot the arrow and then put the target, you know, you always succeed. So when a person is refusing to take responsibility, to uh, enrich and uplift his community. In this case, black community, African-American community, probably mostly in Chicago. I mean, I'm not that familiar with the spread of the nation of Islam, uh, branches and all that. I'm, I have zero uh, intention to go into it. Then, obviously, like I said last week, you will find somebody to blame. And if you have a so-called holy book that will justify that, now you're 
way is paved. Zero responsibility. Why do uh, people, you know, blacks on blacks crime is so high in Chicago, as everybody knows? Blame the Jews. Why the, there are all kind of problems? Blame the Jews. Blame the Jews. Blame the Jews. And this is not new. Not new. We went through this with the Catholic Church in Europe. But now, you know, you would expect the 20, 21st century, you know, the whole politically correctness and being polite. So I guess that's the, that thing does not apply for Jews because, as you can see, some Congress members are all for this guy. I don't know why. Because if it, if it was on the other side, like the head of the KKK would uh, say something, oh, everybody will go against him. But when uh, this guy speaks, then says, yeah, we'll condemn his, uh, you know, this part of his ideology, but overall he's doing a good job. So that's called, in my world, hypocrisy. Or racism, if you want. Maybe a reverse racism. That's the right word. Racism against... People who are have bright skin. White people. The easiest target ever because, and this for some reason works so good on them, the guilt that the Western civilization is living with is, is being used against them. Meaning, what I mean by that is if you're successful, you probably did something wrong. If you are advanced in literature, math, science, etc., you probably succeeded because you, I don't know, abuse other cultures, other continents, something like that, which is nothing, I, I, I find that to be very not true. I think it's a very, very big lie. So when I look at, and I hear this guy speaks about the satanic Jews, and and I, I don't find him to be any, any charismatic person, or it's just angry old man. And people are like, wow, he said, he's like planting the seeds of failure in his community. Because let's look at the Jews. We have been persecuted many, many years, thousands of years. But we never looked and you know, outside yeah they all hate us okay we got we got that but now what are we going to do with it well we still have to excel and try to be our best and uh, invent things and help improve humanity and all that type of stuff regardless of what the haters if you want will will have to say obviously they will not they will, they will not be happy because they they couldn't do it. They didn't do it. They still have the gang mentality, uh, you know, broken homes, no father any, anywhere to be seen. I mean, you can Google the statistics. It's not a big deal to find out what's going on. And it's not just in the black community. It's also in the white community where everything is falling apart. And I think... One of the things, most important thing, beside Judaism, that kept the Jews, you know, intact, if you want, 
is the family and then the community. You must have those two in order to succeed, in order to have some kind of stability. Yes, like I said, we were persecuted, we were slaughtered, and I mean, Europe is one big bath of Jewish blood. Just uh, put a pin anywhere on the map, probably there is a big uh, mass grave somewhere around that area. So, <clears throat> it's easier to, to get excuses and to blame someone else. And I want you to think about it in your life. What's your excuses? Why you're not succeeding? It's not because your neighbor is stealing you. It's not because... Okay, some of it is because of the government, maybe because stupid regulations, but um, overall, overall, especially here in America, you have the opportunity to succeed. It's in the law, right? The First Amendment, and thank God also for the Second Amendment. And I say thank God because, you know, when you hear people speak like that, the satanic Jews, they're controlling this, they have long noses, and all those stupid cliches and, and hate that has been accumulated through the years. I am very happy to have the opportunity to defend myself. And not have, I don't have to rely on the government that's, who knows when they're going to come and, and save you. You didn't work for the guys in Germany and Poland and Ukraine. They all went up in flame. So I think that if we can, as a society, and again, I am not Christian. I'm not a Muslim. But I respect everybody that respects me. Okay? And you can, you want to you wanna believe in whatever, in, in a mediator, in, in God, in whatever, even in idols. Okay, I disagree with you. L let me live my life, you live your life, we can do business, we can respect each other. Maybe one day, you know, you will get the, the, the understanding of what Judaism is all about and what it's teaching the world about pure monotheistic uh, religion. So I don't look at people as, you know, like I'm on the top and they're like lower there. It's just, it's just a, a part of a development and it takes time for society. But stop the excuses, stop the hate and the blame and the guilt, which works on the other side as well. You can be successful, you can be, you know, have a decent life. You don't have to blame somebody for your failures. So I think, and, and I, with that I'm going to you know, stop talking about that, because we have other things to talk about, but just think about it. What's your excuses? Who are you putting as the one to blame? And with that, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hananyan Cohen, here on ctkradio.org.
and we're back to another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on CityCareRadio.org. So something in the news that came up, and people asked me about, how can you, uh, you know, support, I'm not a supporter, but I look at facts, not at people, not their opinion, not their uh, traits. How can you support the president? And with all this story about this actor that blame him to have like an extra uh like a fair 10 years ago or something like that i'm not going to mention her name she's not important at all in my opinion um first of all first of all anybody that go into this industry the porn movie industry is not an actor okay it's called prostitute or a hooker so let's stop with the wishy-washy terminology here. That's prostitution, prostitute, that is getting money just to be filmed during doing her thing. So, putting that aside, it's not somebody I look at, oh, she's an actor, she's just like, I don't know, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, but on a different industry. This is garbage. We need to call things as they are. And I understand the need for some people to go through this, um, you know, if they have the need or whatever. I'm not going to judge anybody. But this is not art, okay? This is not uh, yeah, adult performer garbage. A hooker, a prostitute, or any other synonyms that you want for this word. Now, on the on the issue itself... I, can, I don't care. I don't care if a guy is cheating on his wife. I'm not... I, let's say I, I didn't support or, or I was happy with the president because he's such a moral guy and I want, uh, I want him to marry my daughter and to be the chief rabbi of the universe. Okay? No. I need a guy that can clean the mess and improve the economy and doing good stuff for the nation. Whatever he's doing in his personal life, I don't care. And I don't buy all this hypocrisy. Well, if he had this uh, affair uh, outside of marriage, I don't care. He is not a role model for me on a spiritual level or uh, on a personal level. But if if he's the guy that needs to do the job, then so be it, if he's capable. So this is hypocrisy. This is using this uh, righteousness. Okay? I want to take you back to the story in the Bible. We're talking about Iftah. Jephthah, I believe that's how you call him? The book of uh, Judges. Okay? What happened there? We had a guy who had a, a concubine, if you want. <laughs> Uh, and the son was uh, excluded from the from the will, Iftah. And he went and he had his own, you know, entourage, gang, whatever you want to call him. And his tribe needed somebody to lead the war. Obviously, they were all incapable, so they called this guy after they excluded him from the tribe. And he, and he asked them, why are you calling me? You, you pushed me away. I didn't look at the chapter number and all this, but if you are familiar with the book, you will find that in the book of 
Shoftim, the uh, the judges. Okay, so what happened? Obviously, he accepted the the offer, and he was capable to lead and to be a judge, even though he was not like pure. Okay, so this is one example. The other example is the most um, not famous, but most acceptable model for a king in the Bible, which is King David. Who who was King David? According to the Jewish tradition, he was the the youngest of seven brothers, if I'm not mistaken. And actually, I don't know if you know this or not, his father, Yishai, uh, thought he was not his son. He thought that his mother cheated. So that's why the six brothers really didn't really respected him and they put him no go go with the ship be a be a, a shepherd right you have no business here you cannot join the army you cannot do this go play your harp or whatever and be with be a shepherd totally and and you know not accepted as a as a real part of the family because of this species so righteousness is sometimes what people use to take you down. Well, because nobody's perfect. Let's face it. No one is perfect. The Messiah, maybe. Maybe. I'm still waiting for him for 2,000 years. Okay? So why are you coming with this? You know, It's, it's some kind of manipulation. We gonna, I'm going to find something not, not good about you, and I'm going to... You know, make a big deal out of it, so you cannot do you what you're really good at. So the way I see it is, if President Trump did what this so-called actor, actress, uh, did, I don't care. I cannot care less. I'm not looking for the chief rabbi, or the pope, or whomever, whatever you know, religion. A religious figure you want to put him in is no. But if he's the guy that can you know take people from poverty and take care of the of the government and and the borders and all this, then he's the right guy for the mission. So I would suggest do not fall into this trap because nobody's perfect. You can find some. Oh well, he parked on uh, on, uh, on the, the the curb. Where it's red and white. <gasps> oh, he he um, he did didn't obey the law. He's a criminal. So you see how you can exaggerate everything. And we all do small things, you know. You jaywalk. Oh my God! Oh my God! The criminal. It's not a felony, but still, you're not the right one to do X, Y, and Z, even though you are the best at it. When you want again, like I said in the beginning, when. The haters wants to hate, they will find a reason. If somebody wants to take you down, they will find a, a, a tiny, tiny thing. Minds that you're not perfect. You're not, because nobody is. And they will enlarge it and make a big deal out of it. Okay? You, I don't know. Let's think about another stupid example. Um, you're trying, you, you, you speak to a Russian guy. Oh, is an agent of so and so? This whole Russia conspiracy thing. This is all garbage. It's all a distraction from what's 
the real issue to focus on. Don't fall for this trap. I always encourage people, you know, think. Try to see the manipulation. Try to see who is pulling where. Right? All the media are liars. CNN, obviously. Uh, Fox News also. They all, have a, they all have an agenda. The question is, who is lying less? And give you maybe a better picture. So you need to uh, to read between the lines. You need to use your brain. You need to ask questions. You need to see, okay, what they are not telling me. And if you do that, you might even be able to get the big picture. Get to the truth. But don't fall into all this manipulation. Oh, well, who cares? It was 10 years ago. It was before he was a president. So why are you bringing this, bring, bringing this up again? Don't tell me you, you really care about his marriage status or his, his marriage life. And I would guess that many, many in this uh, industry, politicians, have, have uh, marriage issues. Okay, the, the secretary, we have somebody who wants something. Well, but nobody speaks about it because they are not in a position to, to, um, to change anything. Right? But once they will, we can use that against them. So you don't take what is, I believe, to be cultural flaw, flawed, and, and, use it, and, and pick and choose who you want to use it against. When you be righteous, you have the right to preach other people. Till then, go home, drink something cold, you know, relax, and, and cut, the, the, cut the, the BS, cut the politics. Let the guy do his job. Whatever happens in his personal life, it's none of your business. Okay? Because they have no problem to support other guy who did, while married, while in office, certain things, Again, in this uh, area of sins, if you want. But no, he was the right guy because he's a great bullshitter and he can speak uh, very nice and very charismatic and all the... Uh, let's, let's, let's be honest about it. It's all politics. And politics is the art of lying. And with that, we're going to take another short break. We'll right back. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Kohn, here on citykeradio.org. Back to another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Kohn, here on stickyradio.org. My topic for this segment is, you know, might uh, create some some waves if you want. I'm going to talk about immigration. And as an immigrant, as you can hear from my beautiful accent, um, I think I have a different perspective. And obviously, I am legal. Okay. Because here's the thing, we talked about before about any every actors in certain industry become 
instead of a prostitute, she's an actor now or adult performer, all this garbage. Now we have undocumented uh, immigrants. Now they're not un undocumented. They have documents of a different country. They're illegal immigrants. They cross the border without, or they stay there, overstay their visa, or whatever. It doesn't story doesn't matter. But you can, you can, if you look at it from a right perspective, I think, I believe, then you will see the lie. First of all, first of all, we have the way I see it, and I'm not gonna. I look at people, you know, not uh, not their religion or anything like that, but. You have to face it and, and be honest about it that some cultures that are coming here or some cultures in general are not as developed uh, morally, spiritually, civilly like the Western society, which have it has its own issues and problems. Okay? So when you bring people from cultures like this, and again, it's not the culture, it's not the race. It's, sorry, it's not the race, it's the culture. It's the environment where they grew up where if you know I don't you don't you don't like the guy you just stab him to to, to death or you rape or you you cheat all that stuff so I was I, I want to to specifically speak about the what they call Latinos first of all in a way I'm Latino as well how? The Jewish world is divided into mainly two parts. One is the European Jews. You all know them. They, According to Farhan, those guys, these are the guys that control everything. Uh, the media, the Wall Street, Hollywood, and all this. Obviously, it's a garbage. But uh, European Jews, right. Einstein, um, all those guys. And in 1492... Jews, um, everybody thought that know that this year, this is the year where America was discovered by uh, Christopher Columbus, who was a Jew, by the way. And but they also they exploit all the Jews out of Spain. So many of them went to the Ottoman Empire. Many of them went to south of Spain, which is Morocco, North Africa, and that's where my family is. So we spoke. We, uh, we spoke uh, in a Spanish dialect in the in the in our in our home and culture in in Morocco. It's called Ladino. Okay, so in a way, I speak Spanish. I'm Latino, so I cannot be blamed as are you a racist against Latinos? Blah 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 blah. When somebody wants to uh, not to listen to your argument, you're either a racist, a bigot. Uh, homophobes, you know, for all those those nice words when the people use, especially on the left, when they have nothing concrete to, uh, to say, something you know that is logical and, and factual, so they go to the name calling. So we're talking here about the Inquisition was in Mexico till two hundred years ago. Which means Jews were persecuted, or uh, phony Christians, as they used to call them, right? A Jew that was uh, a hidden Jew. It was on the outside. He was Christian. Uh, in his house, he was trying to keep certain of the Jewish uh, tradition because they were forced to uh, to convert in order to stay in Spain. 
and in any other place under the Spanish crown. So when I look at this, I don't have a lot of uh, you know sympathy to to Mexico or El Salvador or all those places where they used to have Inquisition, where they persecuted Jews because they were Jews. And if you look at the the history books and you look at the uh, the torture style that they had back then, wasn't pleasant if they catch you. Thank God in 18-something it was eliminated and people can actually, you know, practice whatever they want. Still, you will be a lower class than Catholic because we're all, this is all Catholic agenda. So when I look at the immigrants who are coming and they bring with them what? Their culture. Okay, you can say good, bad, but let's look at the fact. If you, if uh, as a, as a Middle Eastern myself, if you uh, want to punish somebody, you don't kill them. You you're gonna rape their daughter. That's the biggest punishment and shame on that family. And now the father, in ca in case of uh, Muslim Arab culture, he will go and will kill his daughter. Because the honor of the family or the tribe is more important. And th those things are coming here to America. Those ideas, those ways of, ways of life. Right? You don't like somebody, you kill them, you, you have no problem to, to flood, you know, to smuggle people, human trafficking, drug trafficking. Why? Because no morals and values. There is no guilt. There is no shame. There is only greed. There is only uh, hate. So I hear this a lot. Well, people are coming here for the American dream. Some do. I did, in a way. But some are coming to live on the white people's expense, if you want. Those who pay taxes, those who want to have clean street and uh, functioning government and justice equal justice under the law. People want to, to, to take advantage on that. So they're coming. And again, not all of them, obviously. But the mindset is... Here's, here's the mindset. In, the middle, in every third world country, the government is screwing up their people. Okay? They are milking and squeezing their citizens. That's true for Israel, it's true for the whole Middle East, China, North Korea, obviously, and South America. Europe, some parts. That's not going, going into the Europe issues. But the idea is that the people are subjects of the governments, and the governments can, you know, take whatever they want and make rules based on their agenda. Depends, you know, which side of the party you are. So people are used to it. So, as a retaliation, they do what? They're going to say, we're going to screw up the government. It's not like here in America, the way I, I see it, from what I know from history. There's, there was a big uh, attempt to change that, to create a society that people will be free. The government will serve the people, not vice versa. Not, you know, the creme de la creme of the elite are somewhere are ruling and all the others are just basically slaves. So there was an attempt here when they uh, founded the, the, 
the United States to change that. That's why you have all those, the Constitution and, and the amendments, etc., etc. But if you're coming from a culture that you're, you, you, you don't respect the government, the law, because, you know, you can bribe the, the head of the police. You can speak to the nephew of the judge that will throw a good word for you. All this corruption, right? Then you, you're coming from a corrupt country. And you're bringing that with you. And you're corrupting where your new place. And it's happening here in America as well now. That's not a good sign. That's not the American dream, if you want. Back in the 50s, it was what? You know, having a house with a white fence and have a job somewhere, hopefully in a corporation, and, and, and that's it. Enjoy life. This is not anymore. Now it's the greed is getting more and more and more. And people will do nasty things to other people. Either drugs, again, human trafficking, which is... I heard some stories. I was like, what? This is the 21st century? In America, obviously it works on other places, but this is this is outrageous. This is like totally totally unacceptable. And there is a way, obviously, to solve it, and it's not going to be a nice way. But if you, if we, as a, as a, as humans, forget nations, forget cultures, forget religions, humans, people who are able to distinguish between evil and good, between, uh, if you want, you know, unacceptable behavior to an acceptable one, acceptable one, to morals and values, we have this, this uh, responsibility. And again, it's going always, always go back to responsibility. What are you going to do? Don't sit and wait for a miracle. Okay? The Almighty, please save us from those human traffickers or the drug dealers that are flooding our neighborhood with, with all this chemical stuff. No, do something. And if your government don't do it, it's what you can do about it. Change it. Don't sit there and just don't pray. Pray is always good. But action. Put action behind the prayers. And the Almighty will help because it's all about taking responsibility. Let's take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. back to the last segment of our program today. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. So this Shabbat, Sabbath, we're going to start the third book of the five books of Moses, which is Vaikra, or Leviticus, all about the sacrifices and all the, the deeds and the commands that, we need, that the Jew needs to, needs to do, and also 
some part of it can easily be adopted by anyone else who wants to uh, have you know a society that is functioning you must have order we are not uh, encouraging anarchy right I only obey God no you should have a structure okay a priest uh, a, a leader a prophet hopefully see everybody have their own part of their own job in you know improving society and if you think if you read the book most of it, this is the beginning, is sacrifices. You bring this lamb, you bring that thing, that, all kind of, right? Technical, you take the blood here, you spray it there, all this stuff. And the concept is very interesting because Judaism is not about, uh, you know, find, finding your way out of, of a sin. is to take responsibility on your sins. And he says, if you say, you know, something like, well, I am going to do X, Y, and Z, which is a horrible thing. It's immoral. It's uh, it's not good. But then I'm going to bring a very fat sheep or ox, the best of the best, creme de la creme, right? And the Almighty will forgive me. Wrong. You're just wasting a very good ox, okay? Or a sheep or a lamb or whatever. It doesn't work that way. First of all, there are two things here. One, there are deeds and commands that are between you and God. And again, most of it are for the Jews only, but many of them, you know, love your neighbor. Uh, if you see somebody needs a help, give him a hand. Right? All that stuff, it's for all humanity. So I would encourage you to adopt it. To adopt it. Uh, don't steal, don't cheat, don't uh, murder, don't do idolatry, all that stuff. It's between the society, between the people. But let's say somebody you know is did something against the Almighty. I don't know. So the Almighty says, don't eat pork, as a Jew, right? We, don't, we do not eat pork. And I went and I ate pork. Or I did something uh, between God and and me. It's interfering our personal relationship, which I encourage everybody to have one with the Almighty. Now, if you regret, if you repent, and you want to bring something to show your your uh, regret, okay, we give you the opportunity. But you cannot go and rob a bank, okay, and buy with this money that you stole from people, even though the bank have insurance. Uh, Buying like a very nice ox, big, fatty ox, and says, Come, we're going to sacrifice you so the Almighty will forgive us for robbing the bank. No, you're wasting your time. People, the, the, the Torah, the, the, the book is telling us first thing first, you need to take responsibility. What did, what did you do wrong? Nothing, right? You're not a teenager. I don't know. No. You should know. Otherwise, why are you wasting the time of the priest in the temple? What did you do wrong? Oh, you eat something that is not kosher. You didn't keep uh, uh, Sabbath, Shabbat. You did this. You did, okay. Are you regretting? Yes. You did it on purpose? I was stupid. I didn't think. I'm sorry. Okay. No problem. No problem. Come, regret, repent, fix. Don't do it again. Okay, 
right? If somebody is stealing from someone else or cheating with someone else's wife or, um, you know, ruining people's life by selling them drugs, or if you want to go there, abortions. You're killing, you're, you're being part of, of a, a killing machine, a murdering machine of unborn kids. Don't come and say, the Almighty God, please forgive me. I've sinned and all this. No. You have to fix it. And the way to fix it is not with God. It's the people you hurt. Okay? So, some would say, okay, how? let's say it's, I don't know, I sold drugs to someone. I don't know where he is. Okay. You, can fi- you cannot find the person. Go and be anti-drugs uh, advocate. Okay, go and help people to get out of it. Go and, and support all those, you know, groups that help people either with, you know, with time, with money, with whatever. You, the, it should be, you no. Know, it's, it's like, a, it's like a, a balance. You, you put some weight on one side, now you have to balance it on the other side. So if you do, if a person did a mistake, even if it was not a mistake, it was on purpose for the for the greed. But you hurt other people. Don't come for God for for forgiveness. It doesn't work that way. I know in certain religions, it is, but in Judaism, it it's not. That's not how things works. You hurt the people. You need to go and fix it with them, not with God. So abortion, for example. Now the, the the baby's already you know gone. Now what are you gonna do? So now you're gonna join March for Life. I don't know all those organizations that are encouraging people not to do abortions, and you tell the story, and and you teach, and explain, and educate, and and you give money, etc., etc., etc. People are creative. You can find you know what to do. But you cannot go to the church or to the synagogue and says, "Look, I was involved in so and so." Uh, please, you know, God, the Almighty, forgive me. Ain't gonna work. It's only working, this idea of, of, you know, bring the sacrifice. Only if you understand what you did wrong, and only if it is between you and your Creator. Like I explained before. It's not if you hurt, uh, or create any kind of, you know, physical, emotional, financial damage to other people, or any type of damage, then you need to go and fix it with those people, with your family, with your, um, you know, community. It's very, And I see a lot of stories like this where people, you know, are, yeah, we go to the church or the synagogue and we, we uh, donate money and time. Yeah. What's up with your son? Are you speaking to him? No. What's up with your spouse? What's up with your fa- your parents that you throw them in in a nursing home somewhere and and you, know, you don't see them anymore or you don't even even give them a phone call you don't go and visit them with their grandkids what's up with that well God will forgive no don't put God into your don't don't involve him in your you know in your messed up situation you can ask for him to guide you how to solve the issue with your parents, with your spouse, with your kids, with your neighbors, etc., etc. Yeah, this is absolutely okay. But don't shift it. Okay, don't... Oh, I'm not taking responsibility for that. 
take the responsibility and fix that that um, relationship with whomever. Fix that wrongdoing with the people that are most affected by what by, by the mistake or the sin that you have done. There is no point of you know God forgive me. It's always good to be you no know, righteous on other people's expense. So stay away from this as well. I donate to the to the synagogue or the temple or the church. I donate a lot of money. There is a, a plaque on the wall with my name. I donated that whatever, whatever, you know. The window, the door, the, the wall. Your family is falling apart. Take responsibility. Sit and read the stupid story to your kids. That's what they want to hear. Don't work 60 hours a week when you have a family. Yeah, well, I do it for them. Yeah, and, but they don't see you. You're losing here. And when they're going to go to drugs because they have no love in their life, what are you going to do? You're going to use all the money you saved for them for college for a drug rehab. That's a very good solution, right? Obviously, no. So, give the time. Listen to your kids. Listen to your wife. Listen to your husband. Listen to your neighbors. How can I help you? I noticed that something, you know, something is going on. Can I help in any way? This is how you create a society. Regardless of race, gender, um, religion, all those things that mostly politicians want to use to separate people, so they control, divide, and control. We don't have to go that path. Okay? Obviously, I'm not a Christian. I am very, if you want, authentic Jew. At least the way I see it. But if a Christian need a, need a hand, why not? He's human. If uh, a Buddhist needs a hand, why not? We're all humans. Okay? We don't have to agree. We don't have to, to do the same worshipping. One day, you know, maybe other people will stop, you know, believing in a, in a mediator or the middleman, and they will go to the one God and be very monotheistic. Okay, but there are still people still need help. Give them that hand. It's not about separating people. It's to bring everybody together. One humanity under God, eventually. Hopefully. And with that, something to think about. We're going to end up our program for today. Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. Produced by CTK Media Services.